Go dogs. You're George Bulldogs. Unbelievable. If you follow me on Instagram, then you saw my story that I was out there flipping cars. I had a hard time trying to get them off the ground. Cars are much heavier than I thought they were. Do you stretch before you do something like that? Did you stretch? I stretched. But here's the thing. you got to lift with your knees and your legs. You can't lift with your back, okay? So I had a hard time. I'm not going to kid you. But I had so many people who reached out who were like, I'm ready to go. I'm sitting on go. I'm ready. Where are we meeting? And I told Tug, your friend and my friend, who also hosts a sports radio show there on 680. I said, we go at midnight. We ride at midnight. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't know 100% that it's illegal to do this. No, it's not legal to flip cars, no. Because I did have a couple of people who reached out to me that said, I'm willing to have my car flipped. And I appreciated that, too, because that could keep me out of some trouble. Here's the thing about me. I'm very little, but I'm mighty. I've got some strength in me. So I don't think that I look like the average person who is up to no good. So I just went around. Basically what I did, because it was too late to go out anywhere. I just went around the neighborhood. and Checking for unlocked doors or something? It doesn't have to be an unlocked door. You're trying to get underneath. Underneath. Okay? And the best I could do was find someone down the street that has like a little teeny tiny car. Sort of like a a, Fiat or something. Yeah. And I will tell you, I thought I got it off the ground, but it may have just been me like dreaming. But then I was like, oh, my God, my back's killing me. But it just sucked because it's always, I mean, listen, it it was awesome that the Bulldogs won and they took down Nipsey finally. But I just thought it was going to be a lot easier to get a car over and it wasn't and that kind of disappointed me. As an alumni of the University of Georgia, emotional night for you. Huge. I mean, just, you know what? It was such a great night and it proved to Bulldog Nation and to Kirby and to everybody that they could do it. That, you know what? It was all between their ears. They've always had the ability to do it. We've known that. That it was just a mental thing against Alabama. I thought this was kind of fascinating. Listen to this. The last time the Bulldogs won a national championship was in 1981. So, my sister was at, was in school then. Georgia head coach Kirby Smart was five years old. Can you believe that? I bet he was running around, like, still rooting for Georgia. Nick Saban was 20. Guess what the top box office film was? What year? 81. Three women. Um, Dolly and... Um, yes. Uh, Lily Tomlin. Yes, and... Uh, nine to five. Nine to five. And the median home price was $47,200. Ooh, what good days. And a VCR cost around $1,400. And Jimmy Carter was in his final days as president. Listen, even if you're not a Bulldog fan, most everybody hates Alabama, except for Bill Rawlings. So, it just was a great night all around. <laughs> My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second Act It's a Podcast, where we talk about things you're already talking about with your coworkers, your family, your friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Um, okay, my name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Sometimes I do have to order DoorDash or, like, Uber Eats or Grubhub when I'm at work because I'm starving and, like, everything's closed. And there's just a basket of anxiety to begin with because now I am letting go of my control freakism and my OCDism to let some person drive my food in their Corolla and pray to God that they're not, like, putting their fingers in my French fries or whatever before they get there. And where have those fingers been? However... This is not what this is about. What this is about is that I think, I have a feeling that Grubhub and all of those places, DoorDash and all that, that they manufacture the ratings. Because the other day, 
I ordered something from a Chinese restaurant, and it said I had a 4.7 rating, which I will only go 4.6, 4.56 and higher, okay? 4, 4.5, 4.6 and higher because you know I'm with like food ratings. And then I just happened to be scanning like the food rating things that come out like in the newspaper, like Appen does. Here. Well, the, the, the official, the food health department. Yes, the the he- yes, when the health department comes by with their little clipboard. And this place had a C. It was like a low C, which is a D. As well, we've but, 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 but I think on DoorDash and Grubhub and places like that, you're not scoring the food. You're scoring the driver and the delivery of no, your no, food no, and no, the no, timeliness. No. Yeah, you That's are. That's a different one. That's a different rating. This is a rating for the restaurant. And I'm telling you everything on there that, that they're going to deliver you food from is like a 4 or higher. And then I just happened to like, and I'm like, wait a minute. China got a C a low C or a D, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It did, was Did you not, write a review? No, I don't have time to do that. Okay. That's a whole well, other thing. Well, but hang on, we ask people to, to do that for us on this podcast, and then people are busy, they don't have time. I don't think they would count my review, because it would be so bad. And I want to say, please refer to the attachment that I have here from the restaurant rating system that says that this place should not even be on here. Or open. Yes. It's terrible. Terrible. Do you, want to, do you want to call out the restaurant? The name no, of the restaurant? No, I don't. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. Cats or us. I don't know. It was just not good. Donna. It was not Donna. good. It was not good. It was not good. We start the episode with the passing of Bob Saget, 65 years old, found in a Florida hotel room on Sunday afternoon, early evening. He was down there on tour. He had, uh, he was in Orlando Saturday night and in Ponte Vedra. Vedra? Ponte Vedra. Ponte, that, that place. Mm-hmm. He was Ponte there. Vedra. I'm sorry, Orlando Friday. And then that place. What is it again? Ponte Vedra. Thank you. On uh, Saturday night. He was the original host of America's Funniest Home Videos. You've heard me say before that when I worked morning radio, Sunday nights, and Sunday nights are a drag anyway when you work. You know, everybody works. But, you know, Sunday nights you get, what do they call them? The Sunday, Sunday scaries? Sunday scaries. Yeah, you just, yes. you, you, you've had a great weekend and. Sunday, oh, Sundays always sucked. I hated Sundays because you knew that that alarm was going to go off at 3 o'clock in the morning. I would watch on Sunday nights America's Funniest Home Videos because it would kind of put me in a good mood. And he was the original. He was the OG host when it launched back in 92, if not even earlier than that. When Bob Saget would tell you rather than YouTube what the funny and trending videos were. Like for, our, like for people who are growing up in this generation, like he was the dad that everybody thought of. I, I'll tell you something that kind of bothered me is on like Twitter – I guess like the sheriff from from that area posted that, you know, there was no drug paraphernalia found in the room. Why, like, why do they have to say that? Like, why, why, why do you say that? Funny. I had a friend of mine. I, I found out this happened in a text message from a very good friend of mine who, let me pull the text. Hang on. Because kind of the same situation, Donna. And I, I responded back and I said, I said, thanks for the spot. Recording the podcast shortly. We'll cram and get some, get some information. And he responds back, sure thing, I'm guessing drugs. And I responded back and I said, really? And then a whole line of question marks. And I said, did he ever have a problem? I'm not aware. I haven't read the article because this person also sent me a you know, link to an article. TMZ.com, they broke the story. Uh, I said, you know, I've not read the article. I'm at Kroger. Why would you, would you say that? And then this person texts back, get this. The article says no evidence of drugs. Okay, well, and I'm sure that that's the quote from the sheriff or whoever you were referring to a minute ago. Yeah. But why do people always go to, to that spot? Why, why do people, you know, I mean. And even if it is or was, I just think it's like, 
I don't know. I mean, like, he's a father. He's got three kids. Like, I just think people always go to the darkest places about everything. And sometimes that's where the story ends and lands. But it's like, I don't know. I think people's, I think that people's faith in people is just, like, so low in general. Like, it's always the worst thing. So, I don't know. I was at Kroger, went to Willie's, driving home. Can we talk about Willie's? In a second. In a second. Oh, boy. I had a burrito in my lap. It's foggy. And I'm, I'm searching on Twitter for the hashtag Bob Saget because I wanted to find out what was going on because I knew we were going to be recording. I was reading a tweet from comedian uh, Gilbert Godfrey, a, a very kind tweet about the, you know his friendship with Bob, and they spoke on the phone just three days ago. Well, I accidentally turned on tweet notifications for Gilbert Godfrey. Oh boy! Which can you do? You know how excited that made Gilbert in Hollywood? I'm when sure. He, when he learned that someone finally—I was the first one—someone finally turned on tweet notifications for his Twitter account. Bob Saget had a podcast. The most recent episode hit three days ago. His guest was B.J. Novak from The Office. B.J. was an executive producer of the show, but he also played, I think it was Andy, who had a relationship with Mindy or Mandy or somebody. Here is a clip from the episode that just dropped with uh, B.J. Novak and Bob Saget. I moved out to write on your show. I'm sure you remember you called my mom at home, and my mom was very worried. I remember her face, and she was talking to you, and she was nodding and nodding. You said, I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to make sure he's a good person. I'm going to look out for him, and that's what made her comfortable to send me out to LA. And then when I got there, you were at the <laughs> clubs every night. And I was like, Spider Room on Wednesday, you you did not on the face of it seem to be a good influence at the beginning, but you you were because of your heart, you know? And, and I, I went, we went to like the Spider Room. Or yeah, spider yeah. Room. You were like, stick with me, kid. And we were like, boom, boom. <laughs> I was like, this isn't what you told my mom. I feel like we've gotten hit. I mean, like someone said on um, social media, it was like, You've taken our our grandmother and our father, because yeah. like, got Betty White and now him. So it's just very sad. Right now, because of the way that the world is, you have a rare opportunity to step into the starting lineup of 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 whatever that may be for you. Maybe you always wanted to play pro ball, pro basketball, the NBA because they can't find players has what they call a 10-day hardship contract. If you're the owner of an NBA team right now, you can go out and you can sign anybody you want. How incredible is that? Like, do you think that there's some NBA owners just, like, driving down the street, like, in Brooklyn and, like, in, wherever, like, in Chicago or, like, Atlanta and, like, just trying to find people that are amazing or even, like, scouting high schools or something? Whatever, because you can sign anybody. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas lives outside of Dallas, and he's at the grocery store in the past week, and he gets a call. Hey, can you play for us tonight? And the Dallas Mavericks sign him to a 10-day contract. He goes directly from, what's the grocery store? Dallas, seven. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. To the arena. And he changes out from his street clothes into a Dallas Mavericks jersey and plays NBA ball that night. Are you can, can you imagine? I'd be like, oh my gosh, first I got to take my like... My joint pills, and then I've got to make sure that, like, I've gone to the bathroom, and then, like, are my legs shaved? Like, I mean, like, are you ready for this? Like, what kind of tennis shoes did he have? Like, is he good to go? So keep hustling. Keep plugging away. Hugh Jackman has gone viral because there is, uh, his leading lady got COVID, and one of the swingers stepped in. That's what they're called. Well, they're not called that. What, what do you call them? Yeah, I mean, like they're, yes, okay, swingers. Mm-hmm. Or swings. 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 Sorry, my fault. Yes. My fault. My fault. You know who's a swing? No, I know swingers. I don't know swing. You know swingers. I don't know a swing, though. Who's a swing? Who, who do you know that's a swinger? Who's, who do you know that's a swing? Um, 
Tim Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's daughter. For on Broadway? Yeah. Oh, really? She moved yeah, she moved to to try to be a swing. Okay. Who do you know that's a swinger? So there's this woman. And she quit theater in 2015 to become a software engineer in Chicago. Last weekend, she flew to New York to star in Wicked as... Adelba. Is that a main character? I believe believe that probably is. Yes. Hugh Jackman, during a very recent run or, you know, performance at the end, paused the audience's wild cheers at the curtain call to highlight his co-star, who was in fact not a star at all, but she was one of the show's swings which means she's typically off stage, but she could fill in for any one of eight roles on any given night. Here is the clip. Here's the uh, audio from the video that's gone viral from Hugh Jackman. Covers up to 10 roles. So they will know and learn 10 roles. <laughs> Kathy, when she turned up for work at 12 o'clock, could have played any of eight roles. Eight roles. <laughs> it happened to be the leading lady. <laughs> she found out at 12 noon today and at one o'clock, she had her very first rehearsal as Marion Peru. It's not only happening here at the Winter Garden, but all over Broadway. This is a time we've never known. All of these people here, the swings, and I'm emotional because it humbles me. The courage, the brilliance, the dedication, the talent, the swings, the understudies, they are the bedrock of Broadway. Hugh Jackman, after a performance of Wolverine, and, and, and she... And Kathy, the woman that he called out on stage, was the one that was kissing Wolverine. And she was a swing. And, and so she I want to get called up for that. She one. gets the call at noon. Hey, listen, you're playing the leading lady tonight. Or maybe it was a Sunday. You're doing the Sunday matinee. You got you got two hours to to get ready, to get on stage and to go. Amazing. It's, it's happening everywhere right now. Well, and it was El Faba. I don't want El Faba. I don't want to like confuse people with wicked, but I mean, like El Faba's like the role. Like it's the it's the witch, the witch of the West or I mean, so imagine, like, and, and like he was saying, like, some of these people, they have to be ready at any moment to play Rum Tum Tigger the Cat or, you know, the leading role or whatever. So, I mean, think of the amount of songs and, like, dialogue. The, block, the blocking. Yes, that you have to know. I mean, I think it's interesting because I don't think a lot of people even knew that. I mean, I think people would call them understudies in the past or whatever, but I don't think that they under, people understood how many parts sometimes these swing roles played and how much they had to know. Um, it certainly has brought them out literally out of the uh, shadows of Broadway. So it's it's amazing. But you're so right. Like the fact that you could like give up on like a dream and just be like, listen, it's not going to happen for me. And the time that we are living in and what's happening, it's kind of really cool if you think about it. You know, for the basketball situation, like there's no agent, there's no endorsements, there's no sponsorships, there's no you know, million dollar, you know, sneaker signing bonus or anything. It's just like, he's there just probably hopefully trying to cover his grocery bill and then gets called up. Yeah. What a time. As a member of the Mavericks, this may be your chance. This may be your opportunity. What are you going to get called up for? Like, what would you be excited to get called up for? I like to be called up. Like if Joan Jett or somebody got like sick or like if Pat Benatar is still on tour, like she's old and like, you know, she's still out on tour, like with a bunch of like eighties rock bands, like, you know, flock of seagulls and stuff. And they're like, okay, Donna, it's your turn. And like, show up. And I'm like, we were young. Heartache to heartache. We stand. And I'm like, and like, no promises, no demands. Oh my God. And like, I've got the whole moves like she did on MTV. Let me see, let me see. Mm, mm, mm. And like, they're like, 
dang, how's this woman know all this stuff? It's like, lady, I've been preparing for this my whole life. You've been in your bedroom. Since Panama City in the 80s. I'm ready. Heartache to heartache. We stand. Call me up. The reason I asked how you were feeling is because of the flu rona thing we're getting ready to talk about. Yeah, it's, I have met so many people who are just not well. Some people who are incredibly well who are shocked that they've tested positive. Some people didn't know they had it when they were tested. My question remains to those individuals, why? Why did you get tested? Was it a necessity? Did well, you need you, it? But if you, if, you, if you have it and you're not tested, you're going to walk around infecting people with but it, But right? my point is if you're asymptomatic, what caused you? I'm not being mean oh, here. Like, I see. My fault, what my fault. triggered okay. you to, to get, get tested? tested? And one of my friends who has it, who will go unnamed because I don't want to out her as having COVID, Actually, I have a couple of friends right now that have it. But one of them was like, she was like, I've had a cough for literally like two months. And I got tested for the flu, negative. I got tested. And a couple of people have been tested for COVID, tested negative. And then the cough just keeps lingering. And like a month or so later, they go back and they're positive. It is, you talk about a strange time we're living in. Charlotte, our 15-year-old daughter, is a manager and videographer for her high school's varsity wrestling team. They had a wrestler in a tournament in the past week who got a concussion. So they take him to urgent care or to an ER. I think it's probably urgent care. And concussion protocol's in place now. But they tested him for COVID while he was there. And he, uh, yeah. They had no, he popped positive. They, they had no idea. No clue. And that How wasn't many, even what they were going for. I mean, is, is there a bigger contact sport than wrestling? You, had, you were positive for COVID-19 and you're rolling around on mats with other, other people, other men. I, there's just no rhyme or reason right now for what is going on. And there is no protocol of like, what do you do? In the old days, it, we would have gotten an email, which we did get an email from the school and say that she was in close proximity with someone who had contact tracing. Yeah, contact tracing. But this go round, it's up to the parents, whether you want to self quarantine, or if you're not if you're asymptomatic, and you're not showing any symptoms, you can come on ahead to school and go to activities. So I don't know, it's just crazy. Here's a tricky thing about detecting flu. Fluorona. Fluorona and COVID-19, and that's the new buzzword like uh, Benifer. But the CDC says that is not a real term, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> did you think that it was? I did, originally. Both diseases, flu and COVID, may have similar symptoms. The CDC states that the difference between them cannot be determined based on symptoms alone and that testing is required. Though it notes that COVID can cause more serious illness and also cause people to be contagious for longer. Common symptoms are both, and we've we've run we've we've had these on the podcast before, but it's in the news now because so many people have the flu rona, fever or feeling feverish slash having chills, cough, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, fatigue, sore throat, runny or stuffy nose, muscle pain and body aches, headache, vomiting, diarrhea. I have it. Oh God! I just I just diagnosed myself. With, I have both. I have okay. all of those symptoms. I have both the flu and coronavirus. Okay. I must leave. All right. And go quarantine. couple of things that we must go back to. The well, diarrhea part specifically. Yes, let's talk about this. Okay. Um, let's pause Fluorona for a minute. If you have it, if you have Fluorona, I just, I feel horrible for you. I, mean, I don't even know what to tell you to do. Just like, I, honestly, I would just get under my bed. Do you know that there are people who have FOMO for Fluorona? Have you heard about this? FOMO for COVID? Well, the, they're, they're, uh, they're scared that they're not going to get it? No. They're fear of missing like, it, FOMO, everybody fear. right now, they feel like everyone has COVID, but they don't feel bad. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not like the old COVID where you, like, this is COVID 4.2. Like, COVID 1.0, you were like, oh, my God, I don't want to get it because I'm going to die. 14 days. And, and, and I'm not being mean here right. or, or, like, being, um, you know, callous because it, it the first go round, obviously, 
was a situation and it remains a situation. However, there are people now who are like, they're like, they have FOMO because they're like, I've never gotten it. And like, I, if like everybody else is getting it, I've never had it. Okay. Stop. I but, but people aren't feeling bad. I so, had masked up a day since okay. March, 2020. At any rate, people aren't feeling bad. So they're okay with like getting it this go around. And they're kind of like, because everybody's posting, like it's taking me down now. People are like, well, have not taken me down. What about me? Me, me, me. Okay. Anyway, can we just, let's go. Let's rewind to a couple of things. Hang on. Do you have a rewind button? I do. Oh, oh okay. Yes. So, at the beginning of the podcast, you said... This this episode? Yes. Okay. That you are eating at Willie's. Yes. Which, okay, you have never... We know my love for nachos, okay? How I talk about nachos all the time. I'm always in search of nachos. I love nachos nachos you will never go eat mexican with me you don't want to eat mexican you have never liked mexican you do not like going to most because they yell people's name like they're like yell when you come to the door yes well i have misophonia the fear i don't like noise so when, where and when jump. did this come around i have been secretly eating willies every day for two months i go to the windward parkway location i don't see it in a bit like do you take I cash, cash. Or, oh my god i pay cash because why? I knew, because i knew that you would haze me about it but why because I, I I wanted to see if I liked it. It took you two months. Yeah. It's kind of expensive. Yes, it can be pricey. Especially so if you that. eat it every damn day. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. And number yeah. two, Hang on. you're talking about your stomach issues. Don't you think that that could happen? If you're quite eating lilies every, every day, day. Quite possibly. I, I've, I've wondered that myself. Okay, do you want to talk about the fact that we had to cancel our night out? I'm not. We're not. We're not. We're, we're done. We're back in the present. Okay? But we're Here's actually not. Present. We're back in the present now. Okay, but we're actually not. You had to cancel our night out. You texted me right, and said, "Donna, why don't do this? Why are you no, doing this?" It's a bit like because I mean, this is all coming together I've had, now. I've, I've been as weak as a kitten. Like, I can't go. I cannot go. I I could not have gone. Why are you doing this? Well, I'm just saying, like, let's it's, play this audio. It's all coming around full circle. That's why I have fluorona. No, you have Willy Rona. You got to quit eating Willies every day. You have to give your body time to readjust for Mexican. You can't just eat it every day. For the love of God, just common sense. Hashtag Ask for Donna Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Bridge Gainesville. New year, new beginnings, new furniture, new look, new feel in your home. Everybody smile. Here's the thing. It, it is time for a new you and a new look. And New Year's, it, it, the new year is a great time to do it. Because you've been sitting all year saying, golly, if I could just get one new piece of furniture, if I could just get one new end table. And you know what happens sometimes is you're like, if you can't like do it big, you don't want to do it. So just start small. Just do one thing, you know. And so don't worry about the fact that you can't get like a full sectional and a recliner and a new dining room And an ottoman. And an ottoman. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the great thing about Donna and them is that you can go up and start kind of rebuilding each room piece by piece. And, you know, you don't have to do that thing where at another to be unnamed big box retailer, it's hard to go in and buy one piece of furniture. They're like, no. Yeah, the pressure. Yeah. Seriously. They're like, well, if you just want that piece. Buy the room. Save a lot. Be, yeah. I, I don't have a lot, though. No. I don't have a lot right now. And it's almost like they charge you more. Well, they do. Have you seen the you, interest rates? Yes. If you just want, like, the one couch or something. And you're like, I don't want all this matchy-matchy stuff because I don't want my house to look like a hotel. So go up to gallery. Pick out the things you want. And you know what? Kind of make yourself a wish list. And this is what I do. I put things in my notes of like projects that I'm going to do around the house or for different things. And then you just check them off as you do them. And you've, you're you on your own timeline. And Donna's going to help you achieve that because you know what? Great prices. They've got financing. You can bring it home today or they'll deliver it for you. 
load it up, find it on the showroom floor or any of the three warehouses that they have rented around around Gainesville. You know, all within a mile of the showroom at 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. But they have so much furniture right now. They have so much inventory. They, they can't even display it all on the showroom floor. Donna, load up into her Tahoe. She'll drive you around to the warehouses. Find it in one of the warehouses. They'll load it up. You find it today. You take it home today. Gallery Furniture. It's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Brownsville Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. We have a small ask. Give me three things, if you will. Follow and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss anything coming up. Again, in 2021, top 100 podcasts in America in the news and entertainment category. How'd that happen? There are 2 million podcasts, Donna. 2 million. That's like, what, what's the math on that? Like top 4%? Are you sure about that? I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, like we've said before, you can just make up your own. You're not like Fauci, or you kind of are. You can make up like your own statistics, whatever. Well, but that's but I'm not making up the statistics. No. That, I mean, we get, the, we get the chart download stuff. every. You get it every episode. Yep. And we appreciate everyone. Yes. Yeah. You haven't gotten tired of us yet, and we appreciate that. As we enter year three, invite and encourage three people in your circle or complete strangers, people you don't even know. Reach out to people that you don't like and uh, ask them to download, listen, laugh, and explore 215 episodes That's of a the lot. Cadillac Jack My Second Night podcast. Remember, they never go away, so it's great about podcasting. Listen on your time. Listen when you have time. Listen when you're ready. Listen to the end of each episode. For uh, sometimes some outtakes and notes from uh, executive producer Carl Appen. And we're hiring a producer, by the way. Yes. Number three, show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture, Gainesville, Brightmore Healthcare, Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. And the My Second Act podcast brought to you by Ford, Built Ford Tough. Stop staring at that vision board. With a year in deal on a 2020 Ford Escape SUV, you'll get out and see the sights in person. Fateful Ford. Promotional consideration provided by when you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Try new Pepto Liquid Caps for fast relief and ultra coating. The best part of waking up is focus in your cup. Let's add two to the, what is it again for year three? Ah, it is. The new Hype Song playlist is Caddy and Donna. And I know, don't worry about it because first one was Caddy and Donna. The Your hype two. song playlist. Well, I want to give everyone every one of them in case they want to go back. So it's Caddy and Donna hype song playlist, and number two was Don and Caddy. What was it called? Don and Caddy. Don and Caddy. Okay, yeah, that's right. And number three is Caddy and Donna Trace T R E S, and that is three in Spanish. Okay. Thank okay. You. I am adding. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, I am going to add. Wow. Are you, though? I think it's the question. Well, give, me to go. give me to go. No, Yeah. Well, no, I actually am ready. I've kind of gone back and forth on this, but here's what I'm going to do. Well, I, we have 104 more episodes to go this year. I know, but I like to like, I want to start because it's like a new start. I want to start it like really good. So I am going to add Put a Little Love on Me by Niall Horan. Who, who is that? Well, he was with like, um, with the... Like Harry Styles in them. You're going to start 2022. Yes, with Nile Horn. Put a little love on me. Okay. okay. Is it doing well? Is Does Pop it Radio matter? playing? Is it being downloaded? Does it matter? Put a little love on me, Nile Horn. You're going to love it. Okay, go ahead. I'm adding a country song that has been the number one country song in America for nearly a month. 
I love this song. First time I heard it, I was like, that's a song right there. And this guy's so deserving. He so deserves this. The name of the song is Thinking About You. Love it. From Dustin Lynch. Oh, my gosh. What you may not know, and this is where we bring the country music angle to the podcast, is that there are two versions of this song. If you have Dustin's album or you downloaded uh, Tullahoma, is that how you say it? Tullahoma, yeah. You get a version with Georgia-born country star, Lauren Elena. The song that you've been hearing on country radio, and that if you if you go to your place where you download your music, the, the, the version you're going to hear there is with an artist named Mackenzie Porter. Here's the backstory, and then we're going to compare and contrast the two female voices. I have plenty of clips for this segment, all right? Okay. When Dustin Lynch and his record label decided to release this song to radio, because Lauren Elena's vocals are on it, they have to reach out to her record label and ask for what's called vocal rights. Single rights is what it's called, all right? They have to sign off on it. They send you a document via fax or something or email. And that gives you the approval Facts. to then service it to country radio with her voice on it. Lauren Elena's record label said, um, no. Why? At the time, there was a song that was being worked to country radio by John Party. And it was a duet with Lauren Elena. I sitting here right now, and I've been in country radio my entire life. I won't say for two years, but I'm back. I, I could not tell you the name of the song if I had to right now. So it didn't do well. At Country Radio. But her record label did not want Lauren Elena on two duets on Country Radio at the same time. That makes sense. I get it. Because one would kind of cancel out the other. Right. It would yeah. just be confusing. Yeah. I think for both the male artists, too, for John Parker yeah. and for Dustin Lynch. I think that was just, it would be bad all the way around. So, what to do? Dustin Lynch needs to find a female singer to record this song with him. He does blind auditions and finds Mackenzie Porter, and she is the, the, the female voice that you hear on Thinking About You. She's a Canadian country artist, three number one hits solo on the Canadian country chart. All right, I have, a, I have some clips here. They're both, both versions are fantastic. And if, yes. they, if they weren't, I'd, I'd say that right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, in podcasting, we can, I'm very honest about everything. I've cut both Mackenzie Porter and Lauren Elena singing the same lines. Mackenzie Porter goes first. Put a smile on my face when I started reminiscing. I've been on the edge of calling you. Still Mackenzie. Here comes Lauren Elena. Put a smile on my face when I started reminiscing. I've been on the edge of calling you. All right, now here is a longer piece of the two of them. Mackenzie Porter first. Here comes Lauren Elena singing the exact same line with Dustin Lynch. What's missing right there? Lauren. Lauren Elena. They reproduced. The songs are not the same. I didn't know this until I was cutting these clips earlier today. They're two different versions of the song. Mackenzie Porter's version, the version that you hear on country radio, and if you go try to download it right now, is a single. On the album, you're still going to get Lauren Lane's version. But if you download the single, they have brought out McKenzie. There's more of a female presence with the Mackenzie Porter version. Here's the thing. They sound very similar. They do. When I was cutting tape, it was I had I had to a couple times go back and look and go, wait a minute, who is that? 
Now, I will tell you that Mackenzie Porter, she has got a fantastic high ponytail. I mean, a high pony that will like. What's that? What's that mean? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's like a side pony, which is kind of really when you're like kind of feeling like frisky. You put your side pony on. That's like when your ponytail kind of is on the side. But this is like a super high pony, but it's just adorable. Very cute. So is Lauren Elena. But, um, and so is Dustin Lynch. My gosh. Yeah. Can we please um, include my picture of me and Dustin Lynch? Sure. And the letter. He's so Send sweet. He's so adorable. There's an opening at Medieval Times in Gwinnett. Okay. Because Philip Sweet must go back on the road from Little Big Town. Philip from Little Big Town. He, he's the one that plays the Green Knight. Oh, boy. At Medieval Times on Sugarloaf. What people don't know, Donna, is that he also, you know, you, you wear many hats when you work at Medieval Times. Yes. He also is in charge of the sweet butter corn each night. Mm. And then when it gets busy, uh, he jumps on the, uh, the roasted chicken line, too, and helps out there. So we're excited to announce that Little Big Town is hitting the road with Miranda Lambert. I would go to this show. Oh, I would, too. That's a good one. Did you mean you would go to the concert or to Medieval Times? I wouldn't go to Medieval Times if... We've been there before. At one time. Yes. Year, like decades ago. Actually, I don't even think you went. I think I took the kids and you were like at work. I've I, been one time. I don't know who it was with or why, but I've been one time. I told you I always think it's funny there You because, know what? That was with my ex-wife. Oh. Yes. I always think it's funny there because they it's like... Real. It's like, you know, they, they make this big deal about how like you're transporting back into the Medieval Times... And you're going to eat with your hands, and then they come up there like, would you like Pepsi or Diet Pepsi? You're like, well, what in the hell? They didn't have that back then. It's like breaking character. This spring, Little Big Town, joining Miranda Lambert on tour. That'll be good. Did you know that Karen graduated from Laster in Cobb County? I had heard that. Laster High School? Yes. She's married to Jimmy. Jimmy's just Jimmy. But uh, Kimberly, with the D. Snyder hair, is yes. from Cornelia. Yes. In the Northeast George Mountains. And people get this confused, and I do too. So Karen and Jimmy are married. Matthew and... Who's Matthew? There's no Matthew in the Oh, no. Time. I was thinking Matthew Philip Sweet. Sweet from, oh, from I was thinking Times. of like an emo artist, Matthew Sweet. Anyway, Philip Sweet is not married to Kimberly. No. Kimberly. No. Because that no. gets confusing. No, she's got a husband of her own and kids of her own. And he's not in the band. Philip, yes, he is. No. But he's also the Green Knight at Medieval Times. Dee Snyder's husband is not Kimberly. in the band. No. No, he's you not. You know whose husband is in the band? Uh, Hillary Karen's? Scott. Hillary Scott. From. Lady Antebellum, or Antebellum, or whatever they're called now. Lady. Lady A. What, what does that got to do with Little Big Town? Because I think sometimes people always assume, like, when it's, like, these group things. You're that, talking about Chris? Yes. Hillary's husband. Yes. But I think when you have a group of people, guys and girls, I'm telling you, people assume, this is the truth, that people, that everyone's married to everyone. You know, for a long time, people thought that Charles Kelly and um, Hillary. Were yeah. No. Okay. No. 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 Have you ever listened to this song, the words to it? Climb in my bed like we used to always do. He goes into that guitar. So he's from Warner Robins, Georgia. If Travis Denning and I, he's, he's, I'm a little older than him, but if Travis Denning and I went to high school together in Warner Robins, we'd have been in trouble. I think he's one of those guys that's just fun. And, uh, you know, they had a snow day in Nashville. This week, and then so all the country artists were posting pictures of, of what they were doing, with, you know, in the snow. Thomas Rhett and his wife and nine kids, and Josh Turner and his Cracker Barrel family theme portrait, you know, just perfect family. Leanne Womack was out in the snow, wanting to sled. Travis Denning, right, single guy, is sitting in a a lawn chair in front of his house with about four inches of snow. He's got on a pair of board shorts, a wife beater, a cowboy hat, sunglasses, and he's drinking a margarita. Mm. Would you rather be sledding with Leanne Womack or sitting next to Travis Denning in a lawn chair? B. Thank you. 
We're going to have to table Demi Lovato for time. I'll talk about it next episode. She went back to rehab. But not for any particular reason. I mean, again, we'll talk about it on Thursday's episode, but this is something she's going to do periodically. But she's had a change of heart about... We're going to talk about it on Thursday. I agree, but she's had a change of heart about the working program being California sober. She pinned that term, coined that term. She says now that she's not doing that anymore. She's going to be sober, sober. Sober, sober is the only way to be, Demi Lovato says. Interesting, I think, the way that the, the, the story got out that she'd been back to rehab. And TikTok played a big factor, actually the only factor in the media, specifically TMZ, finding out that Demi Lovato went back for treatment. All of that in the next episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. I got to do a sh- an acknowledgement here, a big uh, a big old bear growl, as I say on the Bear 925. Roar! Mm. We used to be a big tip of the kicks, 10-gallon hat for 25 years. I needed to come up with something that, when you when you acknowledge people, like give them a shout-out on the air, what do you say? Like a bear high-five. I give them a, a big old bear growl. A bear Roar. hug. How about a bear hug? I like that. Write that down for me. Justin Culberson is a very dedicated listener, super spreader of the My Second Act podcast. Lives in Temple, Georgia. Works for Big Red. He was the one that sent me that the judge in the Nirvana case was Spencer, who's in the Penis Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, was dismissed. However, it's on a technicality. Somebody missed it. Got it. Not on the merits of the case. Yeah. It happens. Uh, Pop Pete, Melissa Cape, thank you for your support. Uh, Melissa sent me a link to an article from AtlantaBlackStar.com about Morgan Wallen and Lil Dunk, Lil Dirk, what's his name? Lil Dirk. Uh, the, the Broadway Girls collab that we talked about not too long ago. Uh, Lil Dirk is catching some heat from the African-American community about partnering with uh, good old boy Morgan Wallen. I wonder if that were going to happen a little bit. Yeah, it's happening. Have you read the article? Well, well, I'll include it in the letter this Saturday. I mean, and I'm not saying one way or the other, but I, I can see where that would happen. Um, also, uh, Pot Peep Jane in Cherokee County, Georgia. Wasn't able to post a comment about my favorite episode on your Facebook page, but my favorite thing is listening to you and Donna go back and forth. I love Donna because she's so feisty and can put you in your place. She's funny too. Seriously, car flipping gloves? You two make a great couple. You just throw stuff out there and Donna reins you in if you step out of bounds and you frequently do. That's why y'all have such a great podcast. Thank you, Jane. I try. Very nice. Very nice. Audio for this episode from the Here For You podcast, Maker Studios, Big Machine Label Group, Warner Music Nashville. Broken Bow Records. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. Don't forget to subscribe to The Letter. It's our e-newsletter. Components of the podcast. Hit your inbox Saturday morning at 10. Absolutely free. It's a fun four-minute read. We deliver to your inbox for free. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Engel Studios in Atlanta. That's Engel Studios. I-N-G-O-L-D. Steve saves us. He saves our asses quite often. We have to call him right before we start. Seriously, what button do we push? New episodes on Tuesday, Thursday, Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Abbott Podcast Network. Did you know they uh, they had to shut the Walmart down in Noonan? Did you? Did I talk? Because I cleaned it. For COVID, somebody because they had to disinfect and deep clean. How do you disinfect an entire Walmart? Thank you. That's just Noonan to make people feel better. Did not have a Walmart to go to, so they had they had an employee with a megaphone in the parking lot who would make announcements. Seriously, when the prescriptions were ready to be picked up, they would holler your name on a megaphone. Like Jim. Yeah, not first and last name. Jim Montgomery. You see, Alice is ready. Jim Montgomery. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Your, uh, your Valtrex. Okay. I, the fact that you know what all these things are called is like frightening. The afternoon ride.
with Cadillac Jack on the Southside's Best Country. The Fair 92.5. It is my understanding that right now we're headed to the Walmart in Noonan for a press conference that's being held where? In the, in the parking lot. This is a public service for our Noonan and Coweta County listeners on the Bear 92.5. Here we go. Are we connected to the... Uh... We're connected, we're connected. Noonan Walmart customers who are in the parking lot waiting on us to open tomorrow morning at 6. Expect everybody to line up in the queue. And, and respect everybody. And no pushing. No pushing. Oh, my stars and garters. What is wrong with my megaphone? My, my, my horn here. It's, uh, it, it seems to be on the fritz. The, the pharmacy, pharmacy is, is open with alternative pickup pick options. options. Don't ask me what that means because I don't know. I'm just, I'm a, just cashier a cashier just at cashier. Register, Register 7. 7. Y'all hear okay over there? Park near the, the Texas Roadhouse. Honk your horn if you can hear me, please. I know this is a lot to ask, but we've been in here cleaning up from the Coronas and, um, would you bring me some, some rolls from the Texas Roadhouse when y'all get done eating? Thank you. Good people. Nothing but good people here in Noonan. Coweta County loves God. Uh, Jorge. Uh, from, from Channel 2. I'll get you a question in just a second. I see you over there. I thought you were stretching. You're raising your hand. Chris Holcomb from Channel 11. Have you met Jorge? From Channel 2. Is that a nod? Chris Holcomb, I can't tell if you're playing with your whizometer. You're nodding yes. You have met Jorge. Okay. Chris Holcomb, nobody wants to see you playing with your whizometer. And as always, I forgot, and as always, thank you for shopping. You're noon in Walmart, although you're not shopping because we're closed, but you're sitting in the parking lot, and that's close, right? Cadillac Jack. Ow? Okay, yeah. hot, ow, hot. 